Greetings, cyberspace, and welcome to episode 183 of the Double Density Podcast with your host, Brian Angelo. Double Density is your home to tick tales and paranormal primers. Now, first things first, Angelo, I am mad at both myself and you because of the fact that we um, recorded episode 182 uh, two weeks ago, and we did not even make a reference to the band Blink-182, and I'm, I'm a little sad about that. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind. It's no. not like they have anything to do with, with the stuff we talk about. <laughs> not in the least. Not if one of their ex-members is... Yeah, let's not get into that. Okay. Um, but anyways, and, and uh, you're a fan, right? Like you, even oh, I'm a huge fan. To a specific podcast about them. I yes. So uh, Blink One Fifty Five, which has turned into One Fifty Five, because the podcast got through all of the Blink One Eighty Two songs, um, named because there were at the time of recording 155 Blink One Eighty Two compositions. Okay, and and now they've branched out into other things. Yeah, they do punk songs now. Just uh, okay. uh, they're called a podcast about punk songs, Angelo, and uh, you okay. probably will never listen to it. No. Probably no. not. So as I was saying, uh, we recorded episode 22 two weeks ago. So happy new year, Angelo. We're in the middle of January. How is your year going? Pretty good. We're 18 days in now. We unfortunately were not able to record yesterday because Brian got boosted with the 5G shot and uh, he was feeling the microchips taking him over, right? The, yeah, the nanites inside of my body just eating each other and then eating and consuming my flesh. Yeah, I got my booster uh, on Sunday because we're recording on Tuesday. And man, I did not expect to feel like we went to bed. My wife and I got it at the same time. We went to bed before 10 o'clock last night, yeah, which well, usually is not the case. Okay, that's usually the case in my household, though, but that's okay. Yeah, because you uh, lead a tribe of geriatrics. Yes. <laughs> I, I go Thursday evening for the shot, so we'll see right. how that goes. Well, th- Thursday afternoon, 4, 4 p.m., that's considered afternoon. Late afternoon, afternoon yeah. Anything before yeah. 6, I think, is not an evening. Okay. Okay. Let's, I mean, I think that's the topic for today. What do we consider evening? Yeah. <laughs> Let us break out the charts and uh, discuss that. Um, a hot dog, so, a sandwich. <laughs> the eternal question. You know what? Double underscore density on Twitter. Let us know. Hot dog, hot dog, a sandwich, not a sandwich. Uh, pros, cons, uh, pictures, pictograms, graphs, videos, uh, tweet defenses, etc. right? Sure. So for once in my life, Angelo, I get to talk about something new. You obviously have talked about uh, uh, getting new tech all the time. But for the first time in a, a dozen years almost, I got a new iPad. My wife got me an iPad for Christmas. Unfortunately, it was back-ordered. And so it showed up a little bit late. But I went from a Gen 2 to a Gen 9. And let me tell you, <laughs> that's a, a little different. A little different. So you're enjoying uh, looking at uh, TV on the fancy iPad? Is I, I streamed some Twitch this weekend on there. Not not Great. playing Twitch. I was watching uh, Twitch streams on there. Um, and more importantly, though, and something that I did not realize I could do until, uh, or rather I would do for myself until um, Sunday afternoon is, so there's an app for, for Marvel Comics called Marvel Unlimited. And basically yeah. it's 80 bucks a year and you get access to over 29,000 comics. And so there are a lot of books that I have pre-ordered based on the fact that I didn't know how else I could read them until... Marvel Unlimited. And so I must have canceled like 400 bucks worth of book pre-orders uh, in the last like two days. Those feel good, like $80 versus 400. That's quite a bit. Uh, I mean, like, and then like it's continual. Like uh, I, you might be aware of all of them. You know, I have a lot of comic books in my life, a lot of trade paperbacks yeah. in there. And uh, if I can cut down on some of that because I am running out of room, my friend, then uh, let's do it. I'm all for digital books and stuff. Uh, I like reading quote unquote real books. But it's fine reading on the iPad. I think for a while I was considering a Kindle because like e-paper is a bit better than reading on an iPad. It's it's better for the eyes and stuff. But uh, obviously you can't do comics on a Kindle. And if no. you do, it's kind of boring. <laughs> Unless you're doing like um, like old school manga, right? Uncolored manga. 
but the iPad is perfect for it's lovely. Comic. I gave it a shot. At, there's like a seven day free trial, and I was I was instantly hooked. And uh, I don't mind. Yeah, I'm also a tactile person. I like touching books, but uh, with the amount and of the, reading, the Marvel comic books are based on the movies, right? Correct. They're all based on the movies. You know, like you know, um, the MCU started, and uh, prior to that, there was nothing. Okay, perfect. And then they made the the, the funny books about. That. Yeah, exactly. So the way that it works too is that um, it is three months back from whatever is on stands right now physically. But the fact that there's 29,000 different comic books in there, uh, you have lots to go on. Well, I also don't buy single issues as much, right? So I buy the trade paperbacks and you actually have to like wait around a couple of months for, you know, um, a number of issues to be collected. So it doesn't really matter to me. I'm already behind anyways, uh, you know, by principle. I'm, I was actually reading an article about the Secret Invasion TV show that they're going to do on yes. Disney Plus. Yes. Is it right? It's right. I'm correct. Secret Invasion. About the- that is correct. Okay, and uh, apparently the the comic book series is really good. So the miniseries by uh, Brian Michael Mendes is pretty good. I uh, well, it should be like a spoiler alert, I guess. But like, it's revealed a lot of a lot of Marvel heroes were actually secretly scrolls who have replaced Marvel heroes, and hence the secret invasion. And there's a whole battle. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what that's about. So it'll be. I mean, you've seen a bit of it in Spider Man Far From Home. Yes, right? also Captain Marvel at the end, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they were part of the whole thing in Captain Marvel. That's it, yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that branches out. Did you see the trailer for Moon Knight? I did. I do not care. Oscar Isaac, good for you for getting that money. I cannot care any less than I do right now about an MCU show. Really? I feel like as time goes on, every MCU show uh, is more or less like a stopgap of some sort to a filmic property. Maybe. I, I watched Eternals this week, which everybody said it was like boring and stuff. I liked it. Is it, there something wrong with me? There were a lot of, I think it would have worked one better as a, a miniseries because there's so many characters in there that no one That's gets true. to be properly fleshed out. Um, there were like flashes of a good movie in there. Like uh, obviously, uh, once again, spoilers, but like the forest scene in particular, I really enjoyed, but I felt like it could have worked really, really well in terms of giving more characters the proper backstory. Like the Kumail character, I wanted to see that miniseries episode about his history as like a, a movie uh, yeah. star. I mean, that could be something. Uh, the thing that distracted me the most was Jon Snow and Rob Stark both being in love with Cersei. Correct. Which is like a really right. funny way of like handling everything. Right. It, it was very, very odd because... Uh, but I mean, did you watch Game of Thrones? Because... No. Okay. So then you don't get my my. No, my but I mean, right? I've been around pop culture enough to understand what it is. Okay, you get it, right? Yes. Okay, just, just making sure. Because like, oftentimes you're talking about stuff and I just nod and smile. It's true. No, no, no. I, I am very well aware. I'm like Game of Thrones Jason. My wife has watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. So, so it was really weird. And I kept trying to explain the kids, but then I said, you can't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> wait, you have to wait. It, so your oldest has to wait until what age of like, like 30? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, how do you At decide? Least. Like your, your daughter is now in high school. How do you decide what kind of mature content she can consume? So the thing with my daughter is I, I'm, I guess I'm really lucky as a parent is like she refuses to watch anything that she even remotely thinks is above her like pay grade in terms of age so you've you've basically instilled fear in her well like she will ask permission for everything which i guess is good right like it's every parent's dream i mean who knows what it'll be like in three or four years i was gonna say until she snaps yeah but you know she'll she'll text me it's like can i reply to this message from this person i'm like yeah i don't like it it, can i yeah it's it's for school it's okay (laughs) so anyway it's it's i'm not too worried about her right now she has started watching 
The Amazing Race. I told her she'd probably like it. Okay. Uh, she she was going to start from season one. I said, you're not going to like like something back from 2001, which in my head doesn't seem that far ago, long ago, but it's actually... Well, they're still shooting full years frame ago. at that point, right? So Yeah, it's full frame, and she's like, this is terrible. It's fl- it's where it's not even widescreen, and it's blurry. And, and that's, right. that's so, the state of things. That's the state yeah. of things. So she she found that season 17 is the first HD. Okay, perfect. So she's, she's there now. Yeah, she's watching that. And, and she, of course, the first one she picks is one with returning people. Oh, well. <laughs> but um, she's, she's watching it and enjoying it, so that's okay. Speaking of your daughter and comic books, though, I recently suggested, and I don't know if you've, you've said this to her, but I recently suggested a, a young adult uh, comic book series, Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn. Super enjoyable. There's about 30 issues. It, it's, it's science fiction-y. I figured there's like a female heroines. I figured it would right, be right up her alley. You ha- will have to send me that in a text message so I remember to tell her. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I as soon as I finished reading it, I was like, this is really enjoyable. And I think knowing your daughter the way that she and you've talked about what she enjoys, I think like it'd be right in line with what she would like to, to read. It makes sense. She likes a lot of this stuff. Now, you know, you were talking about your iPad, all this stuff. Are you using your iPad for the phenom of the 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 year so far? Wordle. I am not. I am a f- like, like, okay, so I have to admit, this is a very cute thing that Angelo does every morning is he texts me his Wordle um, results. And I had to, so uh, the funny thing is, Angelo was introduced uh, to Wordle through uh, our, our Gchat messaging um, uh, shenanigans. One day Angelo logs on, he's, he's complaining. He's like, what are these green and yellow squares on my timeline over and over? And I had to explain to him, don't you know what Wordle is? And then eventually it led to Angelo uh, joining the, the masses. Yeah. This was like 10 or 11 days ago because I think that's my streak. Yeah. And it was just, it was the funniest thing. Yeah. I, and I haven't, I haven't got one wrong yet. And it's funny because like I listened to a uh, guest of the show, uh, Casey List talk about this on his podcast analog where he had a very similar reaction to me where he didn't know what this was and then he ended up playing it and likes it. So, uh, One of the new things I've discovered though that is very interesting is that there is um, a more niche game out there that is really interesting and basically what it is is that it offers you the ability to drag and drop uh, Wikipedia articles um, based on the timeline. Um, so basically what happens is chronologically you have to place different Wikipedia entries um, over huh. and over here. So I'm going to show you this right now. Hold on. Let me show you this. It's called Wikitrivia. I guess I okay. can share my screen with you, right? Oh, I can't share my screen because you can't allow me to share my screen. Uh, no, but I can, Thanks, easily, I can easily allow that. Uh, done. Okay, so you can see my screen? Yeah, what's with these? Uh, what's with all this porn you uh, you have on your? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is neither here nor there uh, for my thirty-seven thousand tabs. But as you can see in the middle, there is an article at the bottom here. There is uh, an article placed. And you have to decide whether or not the Elgin Marbles is younger or older than Nabokov. Huh. So basically, let's just say the marbles are older. Yep. So there you go. The date there. Same thing with the Third Crusade. Okay, right here. so not the date they were added to. No, so it's, it's basically date. if you look here, it'll say exactly what you're looking for. Oh, okay. So okay, I see. When was Saint Barbara born? Oh, I got that wrong. So Angela, you are an art history major. Pre-Raphaelite Brotherhood, the art movement. How old is that? Well, pre-Raphaelite, I guess that would be. Uh, I would say like it's it's between Nabokov and the Third Crusade. Okay, perfect. He is correct, 1848. The Ellen DeGeneres show, obviously the newest one. Anyways, so it's really interesting. We'll include this in the show notes, but I found this like an endlessly fascinating way of actually like learning things um, while playing. Gamification, yeah. such a weird yeah. thing. Learning, who knew? 
Speaking of gamification, Angela, you have big news that you want to talk about that uh, I am uh, kind of mildly... Uh, I'm, I also don't really care, but I thought it's something that we, you know, we were talking about video games last time, and uh, Microsoft has decided to buy basically one of the biggest gaming companies out there uh, by getting Activision Blizzard. Uh, now, this deal is not finalized, and it won't go through until 2023, so there's a while to go, but... I mean, Activision Blizzard has been in the news for other reasons because of, uh, like, there's horrible allegations about working there. Correct. So CEO Bobby Kotick, um, there are, like, numerous calls to to remove him uh, from his yeah, position. He, and he's been hiding, people, like, harassment charges and everything. For, for A lot of people are really years. mad at the fact that, like, Microsoft is kind of letting him slide on this one. Yeah, he, they're, they're keeping him around until at least 2023. And again, like I said, it, I don't think it's finalized, right? So... Um, Phil Spencer is going to take over probably, or they're going to be answering to him. That, so that, that is apparently the plan. CEO. Yeah. Yeah. I look, I'm a, I like, do you play Xbox? Like, have you ever had an Xbox? I've never had a Microsoft console. No. Okay. I had an Xbox 360, liked it a lot. It actually introduced me into like online gaming. I played Call of Duty with people on that. Yes. Yeah, so I remember you mentioned this, you'd made friends online and I was very yeah. suspicious of the fact that you made friends online. Yeah, I know. But then this was like, did I even know you? I don't think I knew you yet. This no. was like 2009, right? When no. did Call of Duty Modern Warfare come out? So, No, this was even before that, like 2007. Wow, a long time ago, Brian. Like 2007 <laughs> was like three years ago, right? Uh, that is uh, essentially uh, correct. It goes, uh, I saw this, uh, I saw a, a tweet today that suggested that like up until 2015, everything was nostalgia. Then from 2016 to 2019, it was just 2016. And then from 2020 onwards, it's just plague. Yeah. <laughs> That that's pretty much how things are going right now, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're all gonna have really good five G. That that's all I'm saying. So you're excited for your five G at the end of, of yeah? Is this, this joke? Is this joke played out? Uh, let, no. Let's end it here. Yeah. Okay, it's done. Um, so, so speaking of jokes, though, Angelo, I uh, tried to explain something to you, and uh, I got very mad about this. Right? So oh no. Well, I don't like you mad at me. Well, no, I didn't get mad at you. I was getting mad with you in oh, sharing okay. this news with you. Uh, yes, okay, so that's better. I think anyone who listens to the show thinks we don't have the the highest opinion of like um, uh, cryptocurrency and NFTs and the like. And Crypto so the bros. new shenanigans went down this week that made me laugh. So um, to set the stage, right? So you and I, it's, it's funny, I hadn't realized you'd watched the documentary, but there is a, a mythical version of the film Dune that was uh, never shot by um, Spanish director Alessandro uh, Jodorowsky. And there was a documentary made about this failed attempt a couple of years back. And as part of that, they were showing how Jodorowsky uh, put together like a Dune Bible, essentially, right? So all of yes. these like different um, shots and ideas and things like that, it was going to be an epic retelling of of the 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 book series or a part of the book series, right? And it was insane though, right? Like there were, it was going to be super long and it was... So, like, so anything this man has done has... Let's say, uh, have you seen any of his you, films? Have you seen El Topo? Have you seen anything? No, I have all? not no, seen. Okay. I, all, all I know about him was from watching the documentary and seeing clips from those movies. But let's just say they're avant-garde, right? Yes, like, the, very much so. Like blood, guts, nudity, uh, uh, surrealism, et cetera, et cetera. So he had this whole plan in mind where he was going to um, uh, like have different rock bands for every planet. Like Arrakis was going to be like have its rock band. And like, so they had this whole um, Pink Floyd was like uh, provisionally attached to doing this. So anyways, so copies of this book are very scarce. So, <laughs> 
Oh my God, I can't believe this. A DAO or a decentralized autonomous organization, uh, in this case, a Discord-based organization known as a Spice, so the Spice DAO, bid uh, something like 2.6 million euros for a copy of one of these books that was actually up for for auction at a starting mid of 35,000. Now Why that they go so high? They just want, it's just like, we're all in, done. They're all in. Because they worked each other up into a frenzy because Angela... Uh, these crypto bros do not understand copyright. So they assumed that in buying a copy of this book, they were actually buying the rights to the, this version of the book and the underlying rights to Dune. Yeah, that's not how it works, right? Like this, this is a vision of something based on Dune, the book. I was going to say by Frank Miller, but not by Frank Miller. <laughs> Frank Herbert. Batman. Yeah. Um, and it's not the same thing as like it's like you buying a coffee table book let's say a coffee table book about coffee tables and saying that you can now make coffee tables yeah or rather you could sell the coffee table book as your own right essentially yeah like a movie about coffee tables yeah um so the crazy thing is their plan was to make the book public like um as in like scan all the pages uh, then they wanted to produce an animated series based on, on this. A, yeah, they're going to sell tele-streaming services. Yeah, exactly. Two streaming services, right. So what had happened, like, and obviously, like, the original version of, of Jurassic's Dune was because a French producer had bought the rights for a certain amount of time in the late 60s, early 70s, which is why he was allowed to sort of shop this around and take a look. These Spice Bros do not own the rights to anything, and so their uh, Discord has been popping off with a lot of stupidity, including burning copies of the book so that they could retain the only sole copyright. Uh, no, it's it's like basically setting up a video camera and taping uh, like a, a cam version of the new Spider-Man movie, and then claiming that you now own Spider-Man. Yeah, like you have a yeah or. Like, all those books, Brian, you have behind you, like, you own the rights to all of those, right? For sure. I'm planning on, on making so many Batman movies in the near future. Now, the, the best part of the tweets you sent me were the comments. So many comments. So many comments. So many, like, so many people are really excited and naive about the whole thing. And others saying, you do realize, like, this not, that's not how it works. And a lot, I saw, one of the most common ones was, I bought Harry Potter the other day. I'm going <laughs> to make a movie about it. Yeah, I think these people are so to the moon brained and poisoned that they believe anything they read on the internet. And like, it's this weird, uh, like, group um, uh, delusion that no one understood the basic, like, the tenets of copyright. Whether or yeah, not, and then uh, I mean, then we wonder are, how stuff like QAnon happens, right? Yeah, and I mean, like, let's 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 not kid ourselves. Like, copyright laws and copyright extensions are a whole other beast that we've we've talked about in the past. That like, I'm not entirely on board with in terms of like letting a copyright extend in like to the lengths it has gone. Right, so um, not exciting. Something they could do though. It is makes that, me think of the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, the Roger Corman one. Yes, have you yeah. seen that? Yes. I it's watched uh, it on YouTube years oh, ago. It is brutal. Um, uh, something the Spice Bros could have done, actually, is taken that money. And uh, so I don't know if you know this, but A.A. E. Mills' version of Winnie the Pooh fell into the public domain recently. Oh. So why not just do... make a uh, Winnie the Pooh movie. Exactly. Why not do that? So Gritty one. The the sort of like ever-widening circles of people um, explaining stuff. So um, I... I am an avid follower and Patreon subscriber to um, a YouTube channel called Comic Tropes. So Comic Tropes, the guy Chris, tweeted out a link to a Google Photos um, album of most of the material. Yes, and it's 
it's from the director of the documentary. No, so like, what? Yes, no, so he replied to that tweet. He quote tweeted that. So Steven Scarlatta, who is one of the the people who created the Jodorowsky's Dune um, uh, documentary, documentary, and he has a forthcoming, and I, I find this fascinating. I'm totally gonna watch this. But he's in the middle of developing and shooting and editing a movie all about um, novelizations for movies. Oh, so that should be really it, interesting. It, yeah, well, it's funny you mentioned that because I. I read the novelization of The Karate Kid when I was a little kid. Okay. When I was like, I don't know, I was 10, I guess. And because of it, I always remembered a scene where Daniel sits on a on a uh, a blueberry pie and then he uh, like gets Johnny with it. But that never was in the movie. Like, And then I watched him and I'm like, where's the blueberry pie scene? And then recently we were watching Cobra Kai and they showed that happening. I was going to say it. So that's one of it the was deleted, a deleted scenes. scene. Yeah. Yeah. But I had never seen it. I'd never actually seen it. So I knew, I thought of it and I thought I saw this, but no. And then I'm watching it like, okay, wait, this is, did they get into my brain now? Cause this was never in the movie. <laughs> so yeah, Steven Scarlatta, Steven Scarlatta produced uh, Jorowski's unit. He also is a co-host of one of my favorite podcasts called the, uh, uh, um, uh, Double Density? No, the best movies never made. So it's him and Josh Miller, who is one of the writers for Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. And uh, they always have like fascinating, and they, they since they have like Hollywood ends, they have these like fascinating conversations about things. They did a whole thing about the different iterations of the Super Mario uh, adaptations that happened before the one that we finally got, as well as a series on James Cameron's Spider-Man and the different drafts. Oh yeah, I always forgot. I always forget that there was a, a Spider-Man movie that was supposed to come out. I'm kind of glad it never came out in the early '90s. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, not a good scene. The CGI the wasn't there just yet. No, no. I mean, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out at the right time. It did. Uh, bless Sam Raimi for all of his efforts. Right, Sam Raimi also incidentally directing the new Can't wait. Doctor Strange, which should be out, uh, I think, yep. uh, sometime this year. Can't May. Remember. May. In May. Right. Yeah. Hopefully, theaters here in Quebec will be open. That is the biggest gripe I have right now in this present sort of like lockdown situation is we can't go to a restaurant. That's fine. But I can't go to the movies, Angelo. And I'm yeah. very annoyed. And, and uh, like between you and I, uh, this lockdown stuff, not working for uh, Quebec. <laughs> no, We're still I, the worst. Yes, we are definitely the worst because we are, uh, well, I, I, I mean, like there are a number of re reasons why. Firstly, um, in under and chronically understaffed and under um, uh, funded, funded, medical system for the last like 20 years or so, right? To start off with yeah. has really set us up for a really um, uh, unfortunate go. And now, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but the Quebec government is actually is asking functionaries to uh, step into positions uh, at hospitals. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, it's like have a bureaucrat clean some floors. Similarly, um, the Quebec government, um, because they uh, brought kids back to school, has asked parents to step in as in-classroom teachers if any of yes. the teachers should go down with COVID. My, my, my wife, who was a teacher, thought that was hilarious. So, Angela, would you, would you do that? No. I, I would love to picture you. I'm closing my eyes. You can see me close. I would love to see you in a room full of teenagers trying to no, get their attention yeah no it would would i think it's more for the parents of like yeah i guess i guess i have a i have a kid in a high school no i would never do that i would go insane do you remember the film stand and deliver edward james almost lou diamond phillips yeah. that would be you how do i teach yeah. these kids angela would be how you uh act this way all right no no thanks well all right well uh since you've uh drank out my hopes and my dreams on the tech side of things i'm gonna flip the switch and we're gonna head over to the paranormal section great Double Density presents The Three Titans. 
Welcome back to Double Density, and as always, we're switching gears from tech to the paranormal. Angelo, hello, once again. We're back. Um, so you want to recommend me a piece of media to kick things off here on the paranormal section, and I'm going I'm I, to agree with you, I just haven't had a chance to watch this yet. Okay, good. Uh, media recommendation of the week, Archive 81. Never heard of this. It's a podcast. It's a type of podcast I don't normally listen to, a fa- like it's a found footage podcast, which... I guess kind of sounds interesting, right? Like I, I mean, radio radio dramas were like all the rage, and we had uh, Johnny Stitches here who had who's created a really good one with Serenicide, right? Yep. Uh, you voiced some characters on that. A, a character, yes. A character. Sorry, I keep thinking, but you did other voice work and other things too, right? Like you Correct. were you were the main character in Assassin's Creed, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're both from Montreal, right? So yeah. Uh, so anyway. Never heard of this before. It's uh, it's a podcast by uh, someone named Daniel Powell and Mark Solinger. But interestingly, the show is produced by James Wan, who we know from the Conjuring Saw. movies. And Saw. Oh, I didn't know he did Saw also. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, I discover things every day. Anyway, I'm five episodes in. It is, I am... Like gonna go on a little limb and say it's probably one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Angela, you forgot to mention where people can watch it. On the Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. So yes, I have that saved to my list. I just haven't had a chance to watch it because we recently finished up Cobra Kai and uh, now we're watching once again the one of the greatest shows of all time, uh, Peep Show. Is that on Netflix? It is not on Netflix. It is on my Plex server. And okay. uh, Jesse Armstrong of Succession fame, this is where he... Uh, he got his uh, big start here, uh, either directing or writing the majority of episodes. Oh, okay. But um, you can watch something that's not on Brian's Plex. Watch uh, Archive 81. Yeah, exactly. Uh, legally use Netflix you know, uh, or find uh, Archive 81 through other means, right? Well, I mean, there's the podcast. You can listen right. to it. Do you think there's a Although DAO I think it's like there? loosely based. I, know I haven't listened to the podcast, but this is like very loosely based. This is like the second show I've watched that's based on a podcast. What else did you watch? That one with uh, Jessica, uh, Jessica Biel. I can't remember what it's called now, but it was good. I really, really enjoy the fact that you can remember these things and can't even Hold use on. Google. I'm, uh, I'm looking I'm, it up now. I'm going to vamp. You know, uh, a lot of interesting stuff on Netflix these days, right? But they've raised the prices by a dollar again, so I don't know how I feel about that. How much before I tap out? I'm not quite sure. Uh, it's a big question. Yeah, the, the podcast-based show with Jessica Biel is called Limetown, but they there only got one season. There we got go. one season. Um, yeah, so watch Archive 81. Pretty creepy. Well done. Good job. So you were recently a doting father helping your kid out with some homework, <laughs> Angela. Some very interesting homework, actually. So my daughter says she was assigned something to do for her history class about myths and legends, and she had to pick a cryptid. And uh, she had, like, the, the, the teacher assigned... A whole bunch of options like Mothman and Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, all the ones we know and talk about on our show. Chupacabra is in there too. And she picked one I've never heard of, of course. Like she had to pick the one that I knew nothing about and could not help her with. Although she did and finding, no, I don't remember what it's called, unfortunately. So Um, a a second, like a a, a sort of like a, um, a cryptid on the periphery of things. Yeah, I'm 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 not sure what it's called. I think it's something with a Q, Brian. Do you know? Like, it, I think you're talking about Quetzal, right? So, uh, uh, the, there's a, is a, it? A, I know it. It eats children. 
Yes. So there's a pretty oh, okay. infamous um, Larry Cohen film from the early 80s all about. Uh, it's called Cue the Winged Serpent and basically Quad is all comes to New York. And uh, it's very interesting because there's a lot of guerrilla style didn't get in filming permit stuff. So uh, they burst in on a parade to shoot some scenes. This is frustrating because I should have said, okay, just call my friend Brian. Yeah. So just be talking use, to a 12-year-old girl. Machine. Yeah. And, and she'd, be, uh, she'd be asking you questions. No, she, she, I think she likes to challenge herself. And well, she didn't cool. want to ask me. So she ended, she ended up coming across an Astonishing Legends uh, page that talked about it. And I said, hey, I kind of know those guys. <laughs> so earning d- cool dad like, points right there? Yeah. Like, she's like, oh, I, I heard her talking to my wife saying, oh, yeah, they're, they're friends of daddy. I'm like, no, they're not my friends. But like, I, I know people who have been on their show. We exist in the same sphere. Yeah. So... Uh, the yeah. reason I asked you to to bring this up, though, is because I wanted to talk about a new theoretical um, uh, squadron of Chicago Mothman appearing. So UFO Clearinghouse has a report um, from an airline maintenance worker um, who saw three winged humanoids on December 30th, 2021, around right before midnight. And this is the same researcher who's putting this out there that... Um, posted the stuff from the summer that we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. So the early fall, yeah, there was a a security guard who had worked um, a construction site. It was in July, I believe, yeah. Yeah, or uh, was it July or was it later than that? Yeah, yeah, they they mentioned in this article too the July July sightings and that he's in contact with some people because apparently a lot of those people have been laid off. So, And that's the weird thing too is I wanted to bring up is that like, so in this story here, they talk about a number and they say that a number of people have been um, um, let go or fired because of their desire to share information about these wind creatures. And I find that kind of odd. I don't know about you, but I don't, if there were a number of individuals being let go due to wanting to report a cryptid, I think I'd hear about it a little bit more, um, despite the lamestream media keeping a lid on this. Yeah. And also, I don't know about American airlines, like letting people go during a labor shortage. Yeah. Um, because like at this point they're like, yeah, you see moth, like, can you just help with the planes? Yeah, okay, just you can talk to your friends about the Mothman, it's fine. I think they <laughs> they like to add this sort of intrigue to things. Like every time I read these reports, it's I always feel like the person reporting is trying to justify themselves and I've been working there eight years and I've done this and I want to stay because of the benefits and all this and but now I'm I don't want them uh lay, like what did he say lining their pockets like with yeah. what like that deep mothman money <laughs> yeah it was a little weird so yeah essentially Still so this right this there. worker and uh, a fellow crew member had shot some video where they fleetingly uh, allegedly fleetingly caught um uh, these three uh winged creatures escaping and then were confronted by higher ups who forced them to delete the video um uh, but then somehow also the investigator got a copy of the video but has not posted it which i find kind of odd of course not, because what are we going to see? It's in the dark. You're just going to see three black shapes in the background? Yeah. Um, my favorite part, Angela, I'm going to read this uh, uh, right here. We were told that we were to keep this to ourselves and not allowed to speak to anyone or we could lose our jobs. Well, after a lot of consideration, they can kiss my whole black ass, and I decided to write to you about what happened. Yeah, and I think later on is when he talks about them lining their pockets, right? Yeah, exactly. But I just I love that idea of being like, you know what? I need to tell ufoclearinghouse.wordpress.com what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I think it, so. That UFO Clearinghouse is only with Mothman stuff, is for or or am I? Just There's a bunch of other stuff there, the but I think the okay. most popular stuff is the Mothman stuff because they they seem to have a line into a lot of these um, Chicago settings, right? Because once again, this happened at O'Hare. Um, uh, so O'Hare guess, is like a a nexus of paranormal activity. I I still think back to that UFO that punched a hole in the cloud. 
Yes, that is quite true. Uh, maybe it is on a... It, oh, that is a good question. Is O'Hare Airport on a ley line? Oh. O'Hare Airport. Or, I know Disney World is. Uh, 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 it might be? Of goats. Oh, okay. Here, hold on. Have we... We haven't talked about ley lines much. And it, we haven't talked about ley lines in a while. Dumb. Am I, I wrong mean, to say I it's think dumb? so. I mean, I'm looking at a map, Angelo, and I do feel like they might be there. Are you on a ley line? Am I on a ley line? Well, here. Where are look, the ley lines? Let's take a look at these ley lines here. I'm going to link this image to you, and you can, in the chat, you can, oh, okay, just, just share my screen, actually. Take a look at this. Oh, share your screen. Yeah, show me. It's like I'm in a meeting. So, Chicago's right about there, like around Lake Michigan. Yeah, we're nowhere near a ley line. No, sadly. I didn't realize ley lines were just, like, th- that... I, I thought they were more like, like a twin, like a twin helix, almost. <laughs> yeah, I, like I, but I, I didn't realize they looked like that. I thought they were more like crisscrossing lines. I guess I'm wrong. I was listening to an old episode of Coast to Coast AM the other night, and uh, so speaking of ley lines, and they were talking about how Mount Shasta here, you know, in California, is on a ley line and is the source of a lot of like different weirdness in the world. So like, I thought that was kind of interesting. We should uh, maybe talk about that. Like, I, I we have we, we talked about that. ley lines in with regards to Disney. Yes. And um, on the map you shared there, there was like a question mark. Is that where like the kaijus come from? I don't like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't what? know. There was right in the, the, uh, the Atlantic and uh, Pacific Oceans. I don't know. It's a good question. I was very, very curious about, uh, about uh, that one too. Maybe we should do a deep dive into Leyline's Angela, but would you be willing to put in the work? That is the big question here. Maybe. Yeah. I don't see why not. Like it's, uh, I feel like it's one of those interesting, fun topics that really have no bearing in reality. Like I'm sure people are gonna hate me for saying that. You don't believe in or vibrations? Maybe not. Yeah, I think it's it's a like it's like crystals, right? Like you know, I have <laughs> yeah, a crystal sure. on my desk to help my computer work. Although my computer just rebooted itself yesterday for no reason. And then when I came downstairs, it said your Mac has uh, unexpectedly restarted. The singularity is happening, Angela, that's why. Yeah. I don't know. I all I said is like, can this Mac just make it out like three or four more months so that Apple can put out a <laughs> Uh, an M- M1 Mac to like meet my needs. Fingers crossed. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I, I find these continual um, reports interesting. I want to believe in them. And I think something that's interesting for UFO Clearinghouse is that they actually do include investigator notes, which I like. And not just Yeah, a, they just read fake to me. Like, yeah. or just not well researched. It's like some dude kind of made up. I, I don't know. I just... Okay, okay. Let me ask I, you this then. Okay, you, you are given uh, witness testimony or you have access to witness. What kinds of questions are you asking? I'm. I don't know what to ask, right? Like, I'm not. I'm not an expert witness. But all uh, of your your temper. dozens of years as a skeptic, I I thought you'd have something in the back of your pocket. No, I really don't. It's I let like other people do my job for me. <laughs> I I feel like he's answering this. Like, does he have form questions to answer? It's just the way it's said. It's like all of them sound the same to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with that. So I was reading back to the one from last summer, and there are some similarities in in the way that there are, things are written. So I'm not quite sure how that one plays out, right? Like as it, to whether or not there are multiple like it's like authors. one guy that works there, and yeah. So and it makes it sound like everybody who worked there for the summer sightings just got like laid off and fired or hushed. Yeah, many of the same employees who were present at the sighting on July 22nd have either been terminated or laid off. And he has heard that many of those were let go as dozen examples to not let anyone talk about these weird sightings. He has heard. 
I, I mean, think like, I mean, this is kind of like the crux of of a lot of our our issues, right? So there's uh, available evidence that is just just out of reach. Yeah, it, it's it's like just like UFO Twitter, right? Like everything to do with the paranormal, somebody has this evidence, but they're holding on to it like a book about Dune, right? Like <laughs> now, because they saw the Mothman, can they write a book about the Mothman? I mean, like it's up to them whether or not they can fill like what, like two hundred pages worth of of Mothman information, right? Yeah, I uh, I just feel like it's always been the case with paranormal is like somebody has this their evidence and they just never show it right um like if bigelow has all this evidence from skinwalker ranch then we should know that aliens exist and there's and there's vortexes and vortices and all kinds of like predator like animals that attack right but that's not true like he has nothing i'm sure he has nothing i think he just wants to have something he talks it up but then he just goes back to making space hotels yeah, and similarly, like Lou Elizondo, right? He was on Coast to Coast AM the other night and being interviewed by uh, your friend of mine, George Knapp. And, uh, you know, a lot of like uh, puffing of the chest. A lot of. Yeah, uh, yeah a lot of. Uh, a lot of working up to Lou Elizondo's uh, eventual uh, uh, book. Yeah, I like he is uh, a huckster of the highest caliber. Exactly. Uh, I saw. I think I saw a comment on the UFO subreddit about this, saying that like uh, uh, this is the same as every other year. Something about like uh, experts earning money through uh, the selling of books and talks, but no proof. Yeah, that's always what it is. There's there's never going to be any proof to UFOs because um, right now nothing's been happening. Maybe one day aliens will visit us. Maybe it'll be like the show Invasion. It'll be just really slow, <laughs> or maybe it won't be. Yeah, maybe it won't be. Who knows? Maybe they're already here. Maybe they're a virus. Maybe they're locking us down. <laughs> I do enjoy the... I've, I've seen a couple of those tweets saying that like uh, perhaps this is the, the first step in apprising the public of an imminent alien invasion is by like securing them by this like hobbling, crippling uh, global sickness and then making people pay attention. Build back better. The great reset. <laughs> oh my God. Now you're just saying all of the keywords to set everyone off, right? Yeah. The Great Reset, Build Back Better. Everybody uses those terms. Uh, it's weird, though, because I've heard you use those terms. Uh, I don't know if we've shared this, but you are an anti-vaccine, anti-lockdown like activist. You have a, you have a fake Twitter profile. Like, uh, Should we get into that at all or no? No, no, no. We'll save that for another. Like, I'm doing my research. <laughs> do your research. <laughs> do your Googles. Yeah. No, I, I don't do any research. I just I just follow the rules. You just click around. I, so basically, you're sheeple is what you're telling me. So you go from yeah, one extreme oh, totally. to the Yeah, all like, yeah, just I, I listen to the science. I do my own research. Though. How much ivermectin have you taken this year? Uh, sorry, I should I'm say in the past 12 months. Dewormed. You're I'm completely, completely dewormed. dewormed. So you yeah. took both the animal and the human version. Yeah, and I also took uh, hydroxychloroquine, or whatever it's called. Yeah. That helped. I grew some hair back. It's really weird. You do like I, I didn't want to see, but you kind of have a rat tail going in. I wanted yeah. to ask: Is that a, like back a conscious hair decision? The Great Reset. <laughs> the Great. Reset. I shave my head. It just resets it. So, yeah, Mothman. Do you think he's immune? Do you think he's vaccinated? <laughs> well, I, I don't know what if you're talking seen, about. I, have were, you seen all of these like different uh, news reports that saying like different animal species uh, like have tested positive for COVID? I mean, it it was bound to jump to like from humans to animals. It jumped from a bat to a... Okay, and also, like, I want to correct myself. I said species, like I was like a, an old, an old, an elderly man. No, Ollie, you're like Sean Connery <laughs> or Bane. Oh, yeah, no, thank you. 
But yeah, so I, I don't know. Uh, I want to believe that the Mothman yeah. is, is immunized, but uh, who, that would be really yeah. interesting if a cryptid came to well, life. Well, he's like bat-like, right? And, and it came from bats. It came from a bat that ate a pangolin that went to a laboratory and then the lab let it escape, right? That's what happened? That is correct. And that is the only narrative here that we entertain on the Double Density Podcast. Nothing else, yeah. nothing above this, nothing under this. I'm sure um, sometime this spring when things are, are a little better with the pandemic, we'll, we'll go back into another deep dive in all the conspiracy theories. I don't know if I could survive that trip, Angel. <laughs> so have you, have you noticed if your grocery store has like food and stuff left? There's been a lot of missing items, yes. Yeah, because now that that's the new conspiracy, right? Like, is that it's uh, we're we're headed towards like a food shortage, and and the government wants to do this to us. Yeah, exactly. The government wants to do this to us. To to what means? I'm not quite sure. No, no, I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know, it's, it's all Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, three doses of Pfizer in me, and uh, you, you know, got you got a you got a Pfizer dose. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought they were saving that for little kids. No, I'm I'm not a child, sir. Thank you very much, though. No. Yeah, I'll I'm, I'm going to take what they give me. And once oh, again, yeah, I'll take just a believing Johnson science. Johnson AstraZeneca Sputnik cocktail. Whatever, whatever they want to offer you. you well, know, you know what? You made, I, I just remind myself of something. Like speaking of conspiracies, like did you see how uh, the the Sputnik group there, the the vaccine from Russia, like were were spreading misinformation about Pfizer Moderna? I did, yeah, and uh, it yeah, worked. Apparently. Talking about like the, the there was like a, a flawed Canadian study that's being revised where it pointed that like two doses were actually like negative effects. Like, <laughs> so people were getting more sick with like two doses of vaccine, and they retweeted it, but it was an actual error, and it was never peer reviewed, right? Like it was pre study, so they had to peer review it, and that's why they peer review things to catch things like this. But uh, the active vaccine movement caught wind of this and of course the the pro vaccine in russia where their their vaccine is the best speaking of russian i'm watching the americans also another recommendation but had nothing to do with paranormal have you uh, before i forget the the newest thing that's come out that uh, has captured my interest is have you do you care about the righteous gemstones at all the hbo show i i've heard a lot of people talking about okay. it it's on my radar okay so the first season is out and now they're currently airing the second season i think you would quite enjoy it it's with john goodman right correct yeah john goodman yeah. adam divine Danny McBride. Oh, Adam Devine is in it? Yeah. I like him. He yeah. makes me smile. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's really, really good. Um, with that being said, though, I'd be curious to see if anyone out there believes that uh, do cryptids suffer from these different strains of diseases? Let us know. Uh, I will do the socials here, Angela, because you're clearly straining all of your mental capabilities, your mental faculties in wanting to do them. Uh, double underscore density over on Twitter. Double Density Podcast. On Instagram, you can also visit us on the internet at doubledensity.net. I, I do think you used your remote viewing powers I did. to discover that. <laughs> I can see the steam rising out of your, your earphones. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Maybe I should jump in and do this. I think I, I after this uh, episode uh, is done, we'll, uh, I'm going to go play some uh, video games. For oh, what are, you, what are you playing now? I'm currently, I took a break from Assassin's Creed odyssey and i'm playing dishonored 2 which is nice. really good i am back on the stardew valley train ever since there was some dlc last year that got released uh there's like a whole other island so i'm trying to complete that yes. right now so i'm, I'm busy uh, doing that on switch um and i feel like this is a very logical place to end double density episode uh 183 how does that sound to you angela it's perfect brian i still recommend archive 81 too bad this is not episode 181 we that would have been even better uh, yeah, stay tuned the next episode as I give Angelo a piece of my mind for not listening to a darn word. I'm saying, Angelo, see you then. Sorry, what were you saying? Mm-hmm.
Okay, can you edit that together to make it sound good or crypto bros? Cut that out because I sound stupid. <laughs>